give it to him in spades. Few people realise the effect of their words. Those that do should use them sparingly. I need to take that into consideration when I write. I'm not so sure that I can do that when I speak. In the heat of the moment, like most people I hope, because I don't want to be on my own in this, I am not so circumspect. Writing makes me look cool-headed and thoughtful. It's a good look. I like it. In real time, however, much though I do not want to admit it, I'm not so cool. The accused gunman, as the media is careful to acknowledge the Christchurch killer, whose case is yet to be tried in court as being, has made a complaint that he is being treated unfairly and not receiving all that he is entitled to. So what if he is complaining? Who cares? Apparently the law does. Every inmate has access to information of their rights and what is required of them. The Corrections Act of 2004, reprinted in November 2018, lists a number of items to do with prisons and prisoners. I was interested in those of segregation, listed under the title of denial or restriction of ability to associate. Section 58, segregation for purpose of security, good order or safety. 3C, expires after 14 days unless before it expires, the Chief Executive directs that it continue in force. I think the accused read this, as his complaint was made on his 14th day in prison. It would appear that all items under the Corrections Act have an expiry date of two weeks, unless the Chief Executive has it continued. The level of security for each inmate would be judged both for the internal risk that the inmate might pose to other prisoners and the security of the prison, and for the external risk that they might be to the public were they to escape. Because of the number of people that he killed, and the multiple attempts to kill more, the accused is being held in the highest level of security available in New Zealand. He is in Paremoremo, in maximum security 24 hours a day, under constant surveillance. The accused has lodged a formal complaint claiming that he has been denied basic rights 
Item 69 lists minimum entitlements for prisoners. It includes basic items like a bed and bedding, physical exercise and food and drink, access to private visitors. A prisoner is entitled to receive at least one private visitor each week for a minimum of 30 minutes duration in Section 73.1 Access to legal advisers in Section 74 To send and receive mail Section 76 To make outgoing telephone calls Section 77 Though they could be monitored Section 77.3 states that every prisoner is entitled to make at least one call per week of up to five minutes duration. Section 77.4 states that the entitlement 3 is in addition to any telephone call made to A, an official agency, or B, the prisoner's legal advisor. Section 77.5 states that the chief executive may impose conditions on and maintain records of the use of telephone facilities by prisoners. Section 78. Information and education needs states that A. A prisoner is entitled to reasonable access to news. The Chief Executive can impose conditions on a number of prisoner entitlements if they deem that 1083 it poses a threat to the security of the prison or 1085 prejudices the maintenance of the law, including the prevention detection, investigation, prosecution and punishment of offences and the right to a fair trial or 1086 breach an order or direction of any court or constitute contempt of court. The accused is not going to be silent. Segregated as he is, he is angling for some attention. Denied access to TV, newspapers and social media, he has had no visitors either. Correction, no approved visitors. The one lawyer he was assigned, he fired. It must bug him not knowing what is happening on the outside, mind you. It would irk him no end to know that his name is not always mentioned each time that he tries to raise his profile. And he is. Any would-be copycat will be watching to see what they might get away with. Anonymity is the last thing 
that a terrorist wants. I say, give it to him in spades. <laughs>